Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, I have a very special guest with us. I have a Mr. Gareth Phillips. Hey there, Gareth. Hey, Bradford. How are you doing today, Gareth? Where are you, where are you at? Yeah, uh, not too bad. I'm in, I'm in the UK, so I'm in London, where it's uh, currently almost zero degrees and it's absolutely freezing. So, Well, that sounds horrendous. It's currently, oh, what do you do Fahrenheit? So it's like 24 degrees Celsius here in Las Vegas at the moment. Not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know where I prefer to be. Yes, yeah, sure. So Gareth, why don't you go ahead and just begin by telling us a little bit about yourself and then we'll kind of move from there. Uh, yeah, so... My name is Gareth. I'm a co-founder and CEO of Better Play, um, which is actually how we found each other on LinkedIn, um, being fellow gamers. Uh, so Better Play is a site where gamers can play for real money on games like uh, FIFA, Fortnite, Call of Duty, and more across the uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Fantastic. Was there more you wanted to share? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll unpack that in just a second then. Uh, but before we really get into it, I always ask like one question, get some laughs going, kind of get this some, with some levity into this, this discussion. So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being high, how weird are you, Gareth? Uh, so I'm going to go for a six. This is a good question. I like this. All right. Um, why, why would you say six? So I've got my quirks, uh, but my wife calls me uh, an in-betweener, right? So in the UK, this means that you're not quite cool and normal, uh, but you're not quite a total weirdo either. So I'm kind of bang in the middle of, of, of everything, really. Middle of the road guy. Sure, I am. Uh, one, one of my favorite clients is actually originally from the UK. And he would say you'd be an eight on the scale if you just smiled during the day. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, take that for what you will. All right, Gareth, this is the Gamerpreneur. So I want to know your gaming cred before we really get into the business side of it. Tell me, how did you first start playing video games? Yeah, so uh, me and my brother used to play uh, the original uh, NES, as it was. So that's, I think that's Nintendo Entertainment System, right? Yep. Um, so that was the first real console. Um, and we used to spend hours playing that. Um, kind of duck shoot was the original game where you had the actual plastic gun and you used to track the ducks across the screen and shoot them. Great game, uh, classic. It made the most uh, wonderful cling sound when you shot it too. Yeah, right. I think I've still got it. I think we've still got it at home in the loft somewhere. So I don't know if it's going to be worth something, um, you know, maybe in a few years when, because uh, it's the original, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we also, uh, so my, my neighbor and best friend also had a uh, Commodore 64 um, with Street Fighter 2. So we used to spend like hours playing that as well. So it's always been a thing of mine, like ever since I was young, uh, gaming was always like a big part of my life with my friends um, and then from there it kind of evolved into university where we were playing FIFA with uh, my mates for for money um, obviously outside of a, a website uh, and that's really where I got like the idea for better play um, so yeah but I've only recently had the kind of time uh, and money to actually execute on the idea um, but that's how kind of gaming was 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 brought to me because it's just an integral part of my life since I was a kid, really. Fantastic. So you play primarily competitive games, use like FIFA shooters. Yeah. I mean, so, um, what have I played? So obviously street fighter was, was, was back, back in the day. Um, but then from there, uh, command and conquer, uh, red alert was, was a big thing for me. Spent hours playing that, me and my mates. Uh, then 
we moved on to uh, Medal of Honor, Allied Assault, which is a little bit later, actually, I guess. But um, that was uh, in the early noughties. And I spent I spent probably years of my life uh, locked away playing that game, right? I mean, right. I was going to come on to this later, but basically we used to write... We used to write scripts for it, uh, like war hacks and aimbots and stuff, for, just for a laugh. And we had our own little clan, uh, like me and my mates back home, which was which was really sad. We had we had a little a little gamer tag that we put on the end of our names and pretend that we were a clan, even though we weren't competitive or or playing in any competitions or anything like that. Um, so yeah, and then from there it was really like Call of Duty, FIFA, really the classics were kind of my generation. Um, and I guess being thirty four now. Like I kind of almost missed the Fortnite boat, and I think if I if I hadn't done uh, better play, I you know I probably wouldn't have got into battle royale style games because I'd have just stuck with FIFA and Fortnite, which is what I know and love. Um, but because I've been doing the the better play um, thing, I've had to kind of get my head around these new the new games that are coming on the scene like Fortnite. Um, and I've really actually found I've I've really got into games like Fortnite and Apex Legends and PUBG. Um, and I'm naturally good at them anyway because I'm pretty good at like first-person shooters. Um, uh, I've been playing shooter games, you know, since day dot. So I'm pretty good at those sorts of games anyway. Wonderful. So fantastic. It's a great history. And you're never too old for a new video game. I've had guests on here in their 50s and 60s who are just picked up Fortnite and are competitive in it. So you don't have to be 12 or 13. <laughs> are they doing well? I did not ask that. They just told me they play. <laughs> right, right. All right. Okay. Amazing. Now, got one more gaming question that we're going to like, I want to dig into better play. So what's your favorite video game of all time? If you were on a desert Island with one video game and electrical socket, what would it be? Uh, okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go the last of us. Last of us. The last of us. Yeah. 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 Because so the cinematic story, what, what, what about it? Yeah. It's, it's the story. I mean, it's, in terms of like my favorite game of all time, that is my favorite single player. Um, in terms of like multiplayer, in terms of like favorite favorite, it was probably Medal of Honor Allied Assault because we just the, the years that I dedicated to that game. Um, but if I had to choose one, I'd probably I'd probably take Last of Us. Okay, fantastic. So you currently are starting up or you're running Better Play at the moment, and. Yep you what what led you here what's your professional background that got you into developing this website uh i was i've been in advertising for the last like 10 years or so so that's uh, where i started my career um basically i started a business in that sector um in which i had shareholding and i was able to sell my shares in that um so that gave me enough to really go away and i really want to try my own ventures i had a number of ideas um and i just thought i'd had better play for years and i thought you know, if I don't do it, somebody else is going to do it over here. And um, so, yeah, that's that really kind of drove me to do it. And, you know, now I've got the time and money to actually execute it. So, um, yeah, that's that, that's that's where I've come from is, is advertising. Okay, fantastic. So can you break down Better Play for us? Exactly how does it work? What's the platform? You know, what, what makes it different? Uh, so basically it's a website, so it's where you, uh, you can meet other gamers to play for money. So, um, currently we offer head to head. So you might want to play a game of FIFA. You may want to uh, back yourself for five pounds, uh, against another player at your level. So basically the idea is to have uh, lots of players on there, uh, of, of varying levels to have the levels, uh, put on the match cards so that people know exactly what your level is. 
Uh, so you can find people at your level to play against. Um, you then basically uh, put put in your uh, your your five pounds. The other player puts in their five pounds. Uh, there's a prize pot. Um, the winner then takes that prize pot. So in in the case where it's five pounds, it'd be ten pounds, uh, and we take a ten percent fee of your winnings. So we only win when the player when the player wins. Um, but what I'm really excited about is we've also just launched um, solo challenges. So solo challenges are where we actually um, tap into an API and pull your results uh, in real time from uh, Fortnite. So basically now you can uh, back yourself to win a game of solo uh, Fortnite Battle Royale. Uh, if you put in one pound, you might be able to get 10 pounds out if you win the, win, win the uh, Battle Royale. Uh, so that's really exciting because that's something that uh, nobody else is currently offering uh, in the market that we're aware of. Um, so we're kind of slowly introducing it to our players and seeing how it goes. Fantastic. That's really cool. So if I decided to take up Fortnite, I could just be making a bunch of money on your, your site, assuming that I'm any good. Well, that's it. Yeah. So basically what we do is we look at your history. So if you're, if you're a good player, uh, you would win less on a win. So uh, if you put in a pound, we might only give you, say, three pound back. But if you're an average player, you know, uh, you, you probably get up to 10 times your, your, your uh, entry. Got it. So there's a handicap. Basically, yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. So um, how does your professional background um, helping better play? So you were in advertising, you said. And how are you using those skills in this business? Well, obviously, to, to attract players. Uh, so, you know, digital marketing is, is what I've been doing for the last 10 years. So um, I basically used a lot of the strategies that I was using on my clients to actually uh, get players for the business. It's been an interesting journey as well because I wasn't really on the, on the content side, uh, which is basically what we're doing now, right? This is not my natural forte. My, my forte is the paid media side. So I would buy advertising space on Google or Facebook. Um, but we've really had to get our heads around the content side of things because it's really important in gaming. It's important for gamers. You know, uh, they want to see uh, gaming content. That's what gets them engaged. Uh, and that's what gets them coming back and forming a community around your brand. Um, so that's really what we're focusing on now is trying to, you know, how do we actually do that? How do we get content uh, that gamers want to engage with on the site um, that's maybe slightly outside of our core offering, but is an added bonus for them. So it's, it's, it's entertainment that keeps them coming back. Okay, so what exactly kind of content are you making? How are, how are you going about it? Well, this is, this is what we're trying to address right now. So, you know, our core focus really has been getting the site up and running. So we've, we've finally got the site uh, relaunched. And we've got, uh, I think we've got 1,500 players signed up now. Um, you know, we've got, I say, up to 100 of those are actually actively engaging with the site. So really, we need to get that number up. And that's really what it's about now is trying to, how do we do that? And then, you know, it's probably about content. Um, so really how we see that, see ourselves doing it is um, obviously like streaming, um, getting players to kind of uh, clip some of their best play uh, and sending it in for a competition, for example. So there's going to be a few things that we're going to be doing to try and engage players a little bit more around content. Okay, wonderful. So my, like my goal is always to get as much information as I possibly can to my viewers because I really want them to understand sales, marketing, business, just the, the basic stuff that you know, we're, we're not normally taught. Like your background is in marketing and advertising. Most people have no idea how it works. So like, how did you get those thousand people to sign up with you? Like what, what was it you did? Did you have an email list or did you just start like promoting or paying for it? 
Yeah, so uh, we, we just started paying for it. <laughs> That's how we got it out originally. Uh, so obviously, like I say, my background was, was, was paid advertising. So that was my natural uh, inclination to do. And then we're slowly, like I say, working on the content and, and working on the SEO and all the, all the stuff uh, that will get us the natural organic traffic. Sure. Um, but yeah. which, uh, which paid platform do you use? So we use uh, all of them. So it's a big ones. So Google, Ad, uh, Google Ads, uh, Facebook. Um, those are the only two at the moment, actually. Um, but that obviously gets this massive reach because you're across Instagram, Facebook, uh, affiliated sites of those networks, um, uh, YouTube, Google search and their Google display network. So, you know, the, the, the reach is just massive. You know, you really, really probably need those two platforms. If your spend is under 5,000 pounds a month, you know? Okay. Are you, are you spending a lot of money on ads? Not massive. No. So I, cause, because we've just relaunched the product and we're constantly improving it. Um, basically we want to kind of scale our spend as we improve the product and as we can see what we're doing is resonating with players. So we don't want to go and splurge, you know, 50 grand and then, uh, you know, not have the players engage. Um, so we can, we're kind of scaling what we're doing, um, in line with hopefully player engagement and improved product. Okay. Fantastic. Um, what would you say the best resources someone could use in order to learn how to use those different advertising platforms? Is, I mean, other than Google or YouTube, like what, where can people look for like kind of higher level information? Uh, that, that's a difficult one actually, because they deliberately, and this is the reason that's so successful is probably because they're so good at keeping you wrapped up in their walled garden. Right. So like, uh, in fact, there's very limited resources for you to learn uh, a Google or Facebook, um, the Google or Facebook ad, ad platforms outside of the materials that they publish themselves. But also, you know, if a third party was to, to go and do that, then obviously it could be out of date within within months because they're constantly changing it. So, you know, <laughs> the, the best resource is actually uh, their resource themselves, which is easily uh, searchable online it's just it's going to take a lot, a lot of your time to kind of get your head around everything sure. you know potentially up to a year to learn kind of all the google ads platforms probably just the basics um and then even more for facebook so you're preaching to the choir on that one i actually did write a facebook ads book that i had to update every three months and i did that for two years and i finally I just, i'm done with this this is a pain yeah, um, yeah. but no facebook blueprint their their training platform is fantastic right yeah, I, I'm not used it because I'm, I'm so old school that, you know, I learned back in the day when they had uh, Power Editor and all of that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm fairly comfortable and I can, just, I can get on with it fine. I don't need to redo all, their, all the um, exams that I did earlier in my career, you know. <laughs> okay. So what's the, uh, the plan for the next six months, a year for Better Play? Um, so the plan is obviously to scale uh, as fast as possible, really. Um, saying that you know obviously we have to like make sure we've got the engagement first we want to we want to really build a, a core community that we can we can uh, plug other players into um so i think we're starting to kind of find that now we're getting some traction with some players who are coming back and back to the site which is great um and then it's really about keeping those guys engaged seeing what they want making sure that they're getting that and then um, scaling up the marketing efforts that so they've got other people to play and, and a bigger pool because if they're all just playing, say, if you're playing the same 50 guys, you know, uh, you're going to know who's better and who's not pretty quickly anyway. So really we need to keep growing to keep players on and interested. Okay. Now, um, how long have you been doing this? 
just over a year, about a year and a year and a half. Okay. So if you go back a year, a year and a half or so, you can go talk to little Gareth and you say, little Gareth, I got some advice for you in order to make this whole thing go just 10 times faster, 10 times bigger, you know, stronger, more money. What would you say? Probably don't do V1 of the site the way that you did it. So, uh, so the way that we worked, it was uh, when I first started the business, I actually did all the coding um, and I'm not the best all round coder. So uh, I think what I should have done is maybe wait for my co-founder to come on board before I'd actually released uh, V1 of the site. And that would have stopped having to kind of redo because what we did was um, I worked on the site. Uh, I, I built the site to a uh, it worked enough that I could actually release it and start spending uh, money on advertising. We brought in um, almost a thousand players at that point um, onto a site that really wasn't uh, set up to take that many people. And it was quite, quite glitchy. Um, obviously then I brought on my CTO and co-founder who's really, really helped just making sure that, um, you know, the, the code is, is in place and proper. Um, so I would say, wait to bring somebody like that on board with the skills necessary to deliver the product before you actually go and push it. But obviously I was so eager at the time to, to get something out, um, you know, that I really wanted to push it, push it forward. Now is that actually a necessarily a problem because by doing it yourself, by putting it out there, you got to see all these different issues that you may not have been able to see yourself and not have had that the experience and know kind of what the issues are down the line. Yeah, definitely. I think I, I, think I learned a lot. But I think it probably set us back a bit as well. So, um, you know, if we'd have launched with what is now V2, you know, six to eight months ago, I think we'd have seen a lot more success by now. Um, you know, we're doing all sorts of things like talking to investors, as you know, we're talking to accelerators, all of these people, and they want to see traction. So we're still, like you say, what's the next six months? Well, it's really about finding that traction because that's what investors and, and accelerators will want to see from us. Um, and we could have done that yeah, six months ago, had I focused more on founding a co-founder rather than just letting it happen. Fantastic. All right. So do you have any advice for somebody else? Maybe they're considering starting up their own business. Maybe they've had this passion or idea kicking around in their head for years. Like what would you tell those people? Yeah. I mean, you've just got to go out and try it, right? Like you've just got to try. I've said like by nature, I'm an optimist. So I have an idea and I've got a million of them and I'm I've always known I wanted to be an entrepreneur. It's just what I was going to do. Um, and it's turned out to be this, which is great because it's a passion of mine. But you never know until you actually start out and, and start doing something. Um, so like I said, I'm an optimist. And I always think I can do this. I can do that. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be this within a year. You know, it's probably not. There's probably going to be a lot more obstacles. Um, but you never know until you start. So you just got to go out and, and just try things um, and see what works. Fantastic. All right, let's talk about you for a second. Um, um, this isn't your first business, is it? Uh, no. So, um, obviously I had the advertising business previously. Um, and then I had another startup before this, um, which was in the delivery space. Okay. And, um, how did those businesses go for you? First one? Well, um, you know, that's, that's how I'm able to afford to kind of be focusing on this. Uh, and then the next one, not so well. So that was my first real uh, venture outside of um, after I kind of sold my sold my shares um, and yeah it, it took me kind of a year and a half to realize that the business idea wasn't going to work fantastic so um, how do people get in touch with you Gareth uh, where do they find you at what, what's your social media and your handles 
So you can find our website on www.betterplay.com. That's better without the E. Uh, please come along, try, you can play for free. Uh, you can also join our Discord from there. Uh, to find us on the socials, a simple search for Better Play, again without the E, uh, should bring us up. And you can give us a follow and drop us a like, and we'd much appreciate it. Anything else you think we need to cover before we wrap up? Anything I didn't ask you think we need to talk about? No, there's nothing else I really want to talk about, mate. Uh, I think you've been very thorough, so thank you for that. Um, I have to say, as this is my first podcast, though, it's great talking about yourself for 20 minutes. I think my ego has been sufficiently inflated. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Gareth. We really do appreciate this. Uh, Everybody, please check out Better Play. It's B-E-T-T-R-P-L-A-Y. And, you know, Gareth Phillips, thank you again. Thanks for having me. And I love what you're doing with the podcast and videos. Uh, Keep smashing it. And if it blows up, maybe I can come back on when you're famous. All right, gamerpreneurs, you all take it easy. Hey, if you like this podcast, I'd love to invite you to check out a little bit more about me, Dr. Bradford Carlton, Gamerpreneur. If you go to my website, www.thegamerpreneur.com slash bonus, I'm going to give you a free copy of my book, The Warcraft of Business, where I explain my history in both gaming and business and how I brought the two together in order to create some very successful companies and help a lot of people. And all you got to do is pay for shipping and processing, and I'll send you this book. I absolutely know you're going to love it. All right. You all take it easy.